Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Go For It, Donald Faison. Your Knicks have the best chance out east, though. I will say that. The Knicks have the best chance in the Eastern Conference.
Hello and welcome to Go For It, Donald Faison. Your Knicks have the best chance out east, though. I will say that. The Knicks have the best chance in the Eastern Conference to beat the Miami Heat. And the Knicks have had some success against the Miami Heat in the regular season, but... That doesn't see. mean anything in the playoffs, time. When the playoffs come, it doesn't mean anything. I was, uh, to throw you, you know I was trying to throw you a bone, man. I was trying to get your, nah. your hopes up. Come on, man. I'm a realist, <laughs> too, man. <laughs> Actor Robbie Jones. Well, we know that you know. We know that you can tempt married women. We've seen you. You're, you have a pedigree. We see what you can do. We've seen it. And we're back. And I think we got that squared away. We're having some technical difficulties here on our end, but we got that taken care of. Got that squared away, and we're back. And again. And I don't even know if you heard my points, but in, in terms of Johnny Manziel and, and his push for the Heisman, not the Heisman, he got the Heisman already, but his push to be a starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, obviously we saw a guy by some of his decisions and, and just the way he played. I mean, physically, you saw a guy who wasn't ready to be an NFL quarterback. You didn't see a guy who was ready to be an NFL quarterback, not only physically, but he wasn't ready emotionally. And, you know, the emotional is just as big as the physical. And Johnny Manziel is not ready. You putting up the middle finger in the middle of a game shows me you're not ready. And I don't know when he will be ready. I question, and I've always questioned this, whether or not Johnny Manziel is a starting NFL quarterback in this league. I've questioned it from day one. I haven't seen a guy who's committed to staying in the pocket. I haven't seen a guy who, in a lot of ways, I mean, he he runs around a lot. You can get away with that on a collegiate level. You can't get away with that on the NFL level and expect to have a level of success. And more importantly, stay healthy. And and that's the big thing, staying healthy. But I saw a guy who, and just not ready in my opinion, to be an NFL quarterback, and, and, and at this point in time, he's not ready to be a starter. Maybe three, four weeks from now, he could be. Five, six weeks from now, he could be. But the thing is, Brian Hoyer has not been playing that well. Hasn't been playing well at all. But the reality is, Brian Hoyer getting that job is a byproduct of Johnny Manziel not playing big time, not showing up not doing what's necessary to be successful. That's what that's about. Because if Johnny Menzel played a little better, I would think he would have this job. Because this job is there for the taking. Let's be clear, Brian Hoyer has not done anything special in the preseason. And I know Brian Hoyer is coming off an ACL injury. I know he's coming off a knee injury. So in a lot of ways, he, he's getting himself back. He's trying to get himself ready to go. But at the end of the day, this job was there for Johnny Manziel, and it still could be when it's all said and done. But right now, as we speak, he's not physically, he's not emotionally ready to be an NFL quarterback at this point in time of his career. He's not. He's not ready. And I don't know when he will be ready. But I think the Cleveland Browns made the right decision for now. I, I think the decision was obvious, and I think the decision at this point was kind of made for him. So I, I agree with the, the decision and Mike Pettin Jr.'s decision to go in a different direction to go with Brian Hoyer. I'm not saying Brian Hoyer is the answer as the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. I'm not saying Johnny Manziel is the answer as the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. But I think I look at it this way. If you're the Browns, you start off 0-4, maybe 1-3, and and Brian Hoyer has been so-so, I, I think you think about Johnny Manziel at that point. But I don't think you think about Johnny Manziel until you believe that A, well, more so, I, I don't think you go to Manziel until you believe that Brian Hoyer can't be your quarterback, until you believe also that you have really no shot of making the playoffs, and that may, that may happen after four weeks, may happen after six weeks, but we shall see, and it should be interesting 
to see how and what happens moving forward. When we come back, when we come back, we're going to be joined by a guy who's doing some big things. Tomorrow the movie comes out when the game stands tall. Sir Darius Blaine will be joining us when we come back. You listen to Go For It on Block Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Go For It, Donald Faison. Your Knicks have the best chance out east, though. I will say that. The Knicks have the best chance in the Eastern Conference to beat the Miami Heat. And the Knicks have had some success against the Miami Heat in the regular season, but... That doesn't see mean anything in the playoffs time. When the playoffs come, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. I was, trying to throw uh, you, you know I was trying to throw you a bone, man. I was trying to get your, nah. your hopes up. Come on, man. I'm a realist, <laughs> too, man. <laughs> Actor Robbie Jones. Well, we know that, you know, we know that you can marry women. We've seen you, you, you have a pedigree. <laughs> we see what you can do. We've seen it. <laughs> I would never bring my wife around, too. I yeah, just don't know what you're capable of. Come on now. Come on now. That's early. <laughs> That's not Roxy. <laughs> That's called butter. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. You're Thanks. very, very good at your job. Thank you, sir. Make it fun. You really do. <laughs> so- okay. Hey, what up? It's Corey Almeida, a.k.a. Corey Live, host of Picturica on the Hub and warm-up host for American Idol and Dancing with the Stars. And right now, you are listening to Go For It on Blog Talk Radio with my man, Paulie G and Jeremy. Get it! Thank you, sir. You got it, brother. And we're back. We're going to bring in a guy right now. He's, he's got a big movie coming out, When the Game Stands Tall. And, and this movie talks about De La Salle High School out there in California, a team that won 151 games straight, football games straight. I mean, that, you, you talk about some impressive stuff. That's some impressive stuff. We're going to bring him in now. This guy's going to talk about the movie. He's in the movie. One of the stars of When the Game Stands Tall. Let's bring him in now, actor Sir Darius Blaine. Sir Darius. Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing? How are you, man? Man, I can't complain, man. Life is good right about now. For sure. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Let's get right down to it. When the Game Stands Tall, in theaters tomorrow. Tell us about Tell us about this movie. This is a team, De La Salle, De La Salle High School, that won 151 games in a row. And this movie uh, talks about that and, and shows uh, this team and their dominance. Talk about the movie. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm excited. I'm very, very uh, blessed to, to even have been a part of it. But um, yeah, as you mentioned, it does cover the the 151 game win streak. But the movie is about much more than that. The movie is about really what happened off the field uh, more than it is about football. You know, um, Bob Radisson and Terry Ivson were able to build some ideals into these young men, uh, teach them about brotherhood, about family togetherness, and that ultimately uh, resulted in winning. You know, uh, a perfect would be like the San Antonio Spurs. You know, it's a selfless team cares more about the end result and they care more about each other than than the stats and the records and everything. And and uh, that's kind of what this this movie is about. You know, um, when the game stands tall is a great title for it because it's about you know when not life knocks you down, how to, how to pick yourself back up, how to stand tall, and how to use the people around you in order to do that. So that is that is when the game stands tall. Now, how much did you know about this football team before you took this role? You know, when I was in high school, the, the the streak was still intact. So I had heard about it a couple of times, and I remember thinking back then, like, God, that must be impossible. You know, with other teams, for maybe basketball or something like that, if you have a dominant team, you're just going to win. But football, you, you got 22 guys, you know, on both sides of the ball that have to be in unison and, and you know, with four, third and fourth strings, 60 people in total that have to have one mindset in order to win that many games. So I was familiar with the story, but it, it shocked and amazed me. Uh, even then, and I'm shocked that it hasn't been made until now, you know, the movie. Now, for sure, I mean, it's definitely an, an amazing story. You see 151 games in a row. I mean, obviously, that's just unheard of in a lot of ways. You look at this film, and the yeah. film kind of centers around the coach uh, of De La Salle High School, Bob Lattisier. And did you have an opportunity to meet him at all? And was he on set at all? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, I've actually had the, the the pleasure of meeting Coach Lad quite a few times, and I was done some some press together, uh, and actually went to his football game um, December as well. Um, he was on set actually uh, quite often uh, to 
give some insight to Jim Caviezel and, and to us and to kind of, you know, let us know what Davis Law football was all about. So we're forever indebted and grateful to him for, um, for making time out to come and, and, uh, and support us with that and give us his blessing. What impressed you the most about him? Uh, man, he's just a quiet man. You know, man that walks with a big stick, so to speak. Uh, he's not a yeller. He's, he doesn't have to shout at you to get you to, to want to do better. He's, uh, he kind of just lays the principles and foundation down for you, and you choose if you want to take the next step or not. He's, he's there to kind of guide you. He's, just a, he's a strong, uh, humble, mild-mannered man, and, and it exudes him, you know? For sure. We're talking to actor Sir Darius Blaine as he stars in When the Game Stands Tall in theaters tomorrow, Friday, August 22nd. Now, you played sports. You played basketball in high school. So you know what it takes to win in, in playing sports. And it's not easy winning in, in playing sports. Oh, Did you get a better mm-hmm. appreciation for, for this streak as you went through this role? Yeah, man. I mean, we were out there with some world-class athletes. I mean, we had people – Patriot football players. We had people who played for the Green Bay Packers and, and uh, you know, Arkansas Razorbacks. So we had some amazing, incredible athletes out there, um, some of which who had had tour careers and then, you know, fell short or whatever. But just thinking about how much it takes to get to that next level and how much commitment or dedication it takes. And just like in any career, uh, the amount of, of dedication that it takes uh, in order to make it where you want it to go, it just gives you that much more appreciation when you're talking about sports and when you're talking about a streak that that's large, that's that's that large. It's just it's kind of incredible, and it makes you appreciate the people who who put in that work uh, to to get to that next step. You know, for sure. And and in this in this movie, you play wide receiver Cam Colvin. Tell us about Cam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Cam Colvin is an incredible, extraordinary young man who is you know obviously still alive today. Um, and uh, he was kind of the heart and soul of the team. You know, he was the star wideout. Um, he and TK Kelly. Uh, were best friends growing up um, and had always dreamed of playing uh, football at the University of Oregon together. And, and that dream had actually come to fruition um, when they were both offered a full-ride scholarship. But um, right after their senior season, so much melee occurred, you know, so many times of tribulation uh, between Cam Colvin losing his mother, um, uh, you know, losing his brother to the foster care system, uh, and then ultimately T.K. Kelly, his best friend, dying the day before they were supposed to report to the University of Oregon at the training camp. So it was just a really heart-wrenching uh, time in his life. And uh, he was able to bounce back, though, you know, through the uh, support of his football team and, and Coach Vlad. Um, he was able to not give up on life, you know, and he went ahead and uh, went on to the University of Oregon. And a lot of that is depicted in the movie. And I'm just really blessed and honored to have been able to portray his story, you know. Could you relate to him at all? Um, some of the struggles that he, you know, first of all, we all have our own personal crosses to bear, so I can't ever say that I, I've walked a day in his shoes. But um, I was able to relate to some of the struggles uh, that he went through. You know, growing up, I didn't have much. It was just me and my mom. And just, um, you know, time, times got hard quite a few times. And, you know, you know, from seventh to ninth grade, I had two pairs of shoes, you know, that kind of thing. But I didn't experience the loss like he did. Um, so I just I kind of used substitution of, if I had lost my mother, who was the only thing I ever had, you know, how broken uh, that would have made me feel. And that's what I tried to portray uh, on the screen along with talking to Cam and getting some personal testimony from him as well. We're talking to one of the stars of When the Game Stands Tall, actor Sir Darius Blaine. And Sir Darius, I read, man, that you had to gain like 12 pounds of muscle for for this yeah. role, to prepare for this role. Tell us about that, yeah, man. Definitely. How hard was that? Hey, go big or go home, man. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it all the way. I'm going to do it big, you know, just like James Winston says. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, muscle weighs more than that, so I just wanted to, I wanted to make sure that I made, made the guy look good. Um, and so I uh, I started a workout regimen diet before I left LA to start filming. And then when we got to New Orleans, uh, we started training at our workout routines and, and helped cut us up and help uh, add mass if that's what we wanted or trim down stuff that we wanted. And uh, I was able to, uh, to gain 12 pounds and, and you know, that diet, along with lots of uh, crawfish and, and oysters, helped me, uh, helped me get up there. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great journey to, to, to try to bulk up for a role like that, you know. I mean, uh, so have you maintained it at this point? Yeah, I'm actually trying to lose it now. I'm at the gym right now. I'm uh, trying to trim okay. down now. I'm actually playing a, I'm doing another movie right now. 
uh, based in 1903, uh, about Buddy Bolden and his jazz legends and stuff. I'm trying to trim down a little bit, get down to my 1903 self. So I'm, I'm trying to lose okay. that, that, that 12 pounds back now, get back to my normal right. weight. Okay, all right. Has that been easy? Has that been yeah, hard yeah. for you? Or are you a guy that packs it on? Or are you a guy, Oof. you know, that's easy, kind of easy for you, you to know, lose weight? It used to be easier for me to lose weight when I was in my early 20s, you know. But, uh, you know, once you get past 25, it starts getting a little more challenging. But, yeah, man, you know, I'm just, honestly, you cut out alcohol and you cut out carbs. I, I mean, I lost 10 pounds in, in a week and a half, you know, just off of, okay. off of that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been pretty good, though, man. It's just, you know, establishing that discipline when you have a crazy schedule like mine, uh, it's a little tough. But, but uh, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. For sure. For sure. Now, uh, let me ask you this. Tell us why. Why should anybody go out and see when the game stands tall? Why should we go out and pay and see this movie? And gone through struggle this movie because it will teach you and remind you that we need to rely on each other in order to, to stand tall, you know? For men, women, okay. boys, girls, from 2 to 102, man, everybody can relate. Um, it's not just a sports movie. It's a lot more than that. It's worth it. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, that's it, man. That's the reason. Hey, okay. August 22nd. Okay. Let me ask you this. I know that you were a big-time basketball player in high school, but you tore your ACL three times. Talk about that. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's crazy, man. I'm, I'm actually playing basketball right now. I, I can't get it up. Uh, you I can't give it up? I can't give it up, man. Hello? I think I think we're losing you. Hello? I think we lost you. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Hello. Yeah, I hear you now. I hear you now. All right, cool. Sorry about that. I'm I'm in a in a funny funny place. Got bad reception. Sorry about that. Uh, but I was saying, you know, when I was uh when I was uh maybe I had you know four tough breaks on my leg. A lot of wear down my knees. I tore the first one and the second one went after that. And I didn't you know get my knees cleaned up. So I went again slightly. Um, but um. I hear you. I mean, obviously, at this point, after three uh, torn ACLs, if you haven't given it up then, you're never going to give it up. Now, let me ask you this. You have when the game stands tall, but what else is going on with Sir Darius Blaine? What's going on outside of that? Uh, outside of that, I have three films coming out, uh, so I'm extremely excited about that. But um, outside of that, I'm actually doing some writing now. I'm writing uh, okay. two films that I'm writing um, and one TV pilot. Uh, I've got so many super talented people around me. I want to provide some opportunity um, for them. And uh, I think it's about that time trying to take my career in my own hands and, you know, try to make my own time. Can fan find, where can fans find information about all the great things going on with Sir Darius Blaine? So first of all, my website, SirDariusBlaine.com, gives you up-to-the-minute update uh, info about me. I'm also on, on Instagram uh, and Twitter, at SirDariusBlaine, and Facebook, SirDariusBlaine. Yes, it's really neat. Yes, I talk back. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, got some silly stuff going on there as well, but uh, it's just my life, man. For sure, and... Sir Darius stands for Be Prosperity, correct? To Be Prosperity, correct? Oh, you got that, man. I'm impressed. Yeah, to Be Prosperity. So you're so, uh, Persian and Latin. For, so you're basically getting it done. To Be Prosperity, Sir Darius Blaine getting it done. Right. And Hollywood fans, support all the great things with Sir Darius Blaine. Make sure you head out to the theaters tomorrow, August 22nd, when the game stands tall, Sir Darius Blaine. Sir Darius. 
Pleasure talking to you, man. Sure. Wish you nothing but the best of Thank luck. You, Let's man. do it again. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. Let's do it. I'm here. Thank you for having me, bro. All right, take care. All right, you too, brother. So Darius Blaine, one of the stars of Win the Game, stands tall. Having some problems with his phone, uh, so but it was you know we 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 got out what we need to get out. But very interesting movie. Go out and see it in theaters tomorrow, August twenty second. Win the game, stands tall. Sir Darius Blaine. You're listening to Go For It on Block Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Go For It, Donald Faison. Your Knicks have the best chance out east, though. I will say that. The Knicks have the best chance in the Eastern Conference to beat the Miami Heat. And the Knicks have had some success against the Miami Heat in the regular season, but... That doesn't mean it. anything in the playoffs, time. When the playoffs come, it doesn't mean anything. I was, trying to throw uh, you, you know I was trying to throw you a bone, man. I was trying to get your, nah. your hopes up. Come on, man. I'm a realist, too, man. <laughs> Actor Robbie Jones. Well, we know that, you know, we know that you can tempt married women. We've seen you, you, you have a pedigree. We see what you can do. We've seen it. I would never bring my wife around, too. I just yeah, don't know what you're capable of. Come on, now. Come on, now. That's all right. That's not Robbie. That's called butter. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. You're Thanks. very, very good at your job. Thank you, sir. Make it fun. You really do. <laughs> so- and we're back. Great talking to Sidarius Blaine. Again, make sure you check it out. When the game stands tall. It's a story about De La Salle High School winning 151 games in a row. Their head coach, Bob Latticeer. Great, great movie. Make sure you check it out, and make sure you support all the great things going on with Sir Darius Blaine. Pittsburgh Steelers, their running backs, Le'Veon Bell and LeGarrette Blunt. Blunt, just focus on Blunt. Well, these two, both in a car, Le'Veon Bell driving a car, but these two were both charged with driving under the influence of marijuana. And you look at it. You look at the situation with these guys, I guess in some respect they kind of took team bonding to another level. I mean, they did this about two hours before they were scheduled to fly out to Philadelphia. So I look at this situation now, and I look at these guys, I mean, come on. Come on. I, I, I know in a lot of ways, you know, there's, there's, it's only marijuana at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, it's illegal. And at the end of the day, it's illegal for you as an NFL athlete. You get tested for it, so it's illegal for you to smoke it. So, obviously, these guys, they took this team-building thing a little too far. And, and so they're out there in a car two hours before you have to jump on a flight. Two hours. Two hours before you had to jump on the flight. You're out there in a car smoking weed. They also found the 20-gram bag of marijuana in the car. But they also had a female passenger. And that passenger claimed, well, Blunt, look, Bell Blunt and the female passenger all claimed ownership of the marijuana. So all three of them. All three of them. And so you look at this situation. I mean, these guys, you know, this is, this is silly. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And, again, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world, but it's something as an NFL athlete. It's something as a football player that you know you need to avoid. And, you know, they're out there doing that type of thing. They're out there smoking weed. They're out there. I mean, you're talking about 1.30 in the afternoon. So these boys are token up before they jump on a flight pretty much. Token up before they jump on a flight because – the flight, again, they were about to jump on the flight in about a couple hours. I mean, the incident happened less than two hours before they were supposed to fly out to Philadelphia. So I guess these guys wanted to be relaxed on the plane. So they figured since we let, – let's find a way to be relaxed on the plane, and one of the ways we can find a way to be relaxed on the plane is, I guess, by token up. I mean, that, that, that's the only way I can explain it. I mean, these guys smoking weed two hours before 
they were about to jump on a flight to head out to Philadelphia. I guess these boys maybe needed to be relaxed. I, I, I guess that's what they needed. But eventually, they all got found their way to Philadelphia. Both are with the team. Both are playing tonight in Philadelphia. But, I, I mean, I, I look at this situation, and, and Le'Veon Bell and, and these boys, they got to be smarter. They, they need to be smarter. You know, I mean, you're an NFL player. You can't smoke weed. You can't do it. That's the bottom line. You cannot do it. You know better, and I guess hopefully now they know better, and they probably shouldn't have known better, but hopefully now they know better a little bit. Maybe they'll do better. We shall see. When we come back, when we come back, we're going to be joined by one of the stars of You're the Worst, Alan Maldonado. You're listening to Go For It on Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Go For It, Donald Faison. Your Knicks have the best chance out east, though. I will say that. The Knicks have the best chance in the Eastern Conference to beat the Miami Heat. And the Knicks have had some success against the Miami Heat in the regular season, but... That doesn't see. mean anything in the playoffs, time. When the playoffs come, it doesn't <laughs> mean anything. I was, trying to throw uh, you, you know I was trying to throw you a bone, man. I was trying to get your, nah. your hopes up. Come on, man. I'm a realist, <laughs> too, man. <laughs> Actor Robbie Jones. Well, we know that you know. We know that you can kept marry women. We've seen you. You, you have a pedigree. We see what you can do. We've seen it. I would never bring my wife around to. I just don't know what you're capable of. Come on now. Come on now. That's early. That's not Robbie. That's called brother. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. You're very very good at your job. Thank you, sir. Make it fun. You really do. <laughs> we're back, and we're about to bring in a guy right now. This guy is, is super busy right now. I mean, that's always a good thing in, in any business. But this guy is doing some big things, and you're the worst on FX, doing big things uh, with Equalizer coming out in September, uh, doing big things with Black Jesus. He's on that as well. Also, this guy is signed on to do Straight Outta Compton, which is coming out next year. So this guy is doing some big, big things. Oh, by the way, he does music. He sells T-shirts. I mean, this dude does it all. Let's bring him in now. Actor, Alan Maldonado. Alan. Hey, what's going on, man? How's it going? How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing excellent, man. Happy to be a part of the show. And then let's, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap for a bit. Uh, for sure, for sure. Let's get right down to it. You're doing big things on FX hit show. You're the worst. For those mm-hmm. who yeah. have not seen the oh, show, yeah. tell us about it. Tell them about it. Oh, man. Um, it's by the creator. The creator goes by the name of Stephen Falk. He's one of the producers for the for the hit show Orange is the New Black as well. Um, it's a very, very fun show. It's dark comedy. It's, it's raunchy. It's racy. It's... Um, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a funny, funny show. I play a character named Honey Nuts. I'm a part of this dysfunctional rap group. And, um, and we hire uh, one of the lead actresses on the show, not by the name of Gretchen, played by uh, Aya Cash. And uh, we pretty much terrorize throughout the show. I mean, we're, we're smoking weed and executive music. I know you just was talking about that. <laughs> uh, we're, we're smoking weed in executive uh, meetings. Uh, we're disturbing photo shoots. We're, we're throwing stuff. We're basically the group of guys that wouldn't survive in the NFL <laughs> because we were kicked out from all of our antics. And she, her job is to fix all the stuff that we mess up. So um, it's a funny, funny show. It's, uh, like I said, it's iCast and uh, Chris Gear are the leads in the show, and it's, it's very fun, and I hope everybody gets an opportunity to enjoy this and really appreciate the, the, the smart and the intelligent writing uh, that Stephen Falk has put together. How much fun was it shooting this show? Every day. It, was, it took us, you know, um, you know, it took us about five, ten minutes to kind of in between takes to stop laughing or to either hold our laugh throughout different scenes. Um, the cast is amazing. Um, everybody worked extremely well with each other. Everybody was very uh, giving in the scenes. And um, it was just, you know, every day, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't work. It was work. It was just us having fun and, and hanging out, and people were just recording it. For sure. I mean, it, it sounds like you guys are having a lot of fun on the set. 
Let me ask you this, man. You're also staying busy with Equalizer. You got that movie starring Denzel Washington. You play yeah. alongside Denzel Washington, directed by Antoine Fuqua. Excuse yeah. me. So tell us about this uh, movie, man. This is, I mean, Denzel Washington. This I is mean, big. I mean, exactly. I mean, you just named two, two, two monsters in the game. Antoine Fuqua, Training Day, Denzel Washington. I mean, I can go on and on about the list of films and accolades that he has done as an actor. Um, just working with him was an honor. Just to, to be able to say that, that my name to be mentioned alongside of him in the film is an honor and a, and a pleasure to say myself and for anyone else to say in regards to me. The film is, you know, I play a, a character named Marcus, and um, Denzel plays a character by the name of Robert McCall, who is the equalizer. And uh, during his day job, I play his wise-cracking co-worker, and uh, I'm basically the guy that at work that does everything except work. And uh, and my my whole thing is that I'm trying to figure out what he did before he started working here because uh, I've deemed him the old guy at work. So I'm just like, come okay. on, you have to do something else prior to this. I want to know, how did you end up here? <laughs> like, how did that life mess up so bad that you ended up with a job with a youngster such as myself as your career? Like, what what is going on? So um, uh, just work on him. I learned so much just watching Denzel work uh, on and off. Uh, camera. Uh, we had a lot of great conversations, especially about sports. Um, in the movie, we actually are playing baseball. Uh, so okay. it was it was it was a good 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 time on set as well. Did you pick his brain at all? And, and if you did, what piece of advice? What was this one piece of advice that you got from Denzel that you can take away from this film and just move, take it with you moving forward in your career? It was. It wasn't much of what he said. Um, okay. I tried to keep it as normal, the conversation as normal as possible, just about just just life in general. I didn't want to pick his brain about acting because I just wanted to watch. Him. And what I took from him is the the way he carries himself and the way he prepares and he's focused uh, in between scenes. How after one scene or one take, rather, he's. Um, He's, you know, taking a moment with himself and kind of figuring out how to make it better, just tweaking certain things and staying extremely grounded as a person and which translates on screen, on camera. And that was the biggest thing that I took from him is how grounded he is as an individual in his his own space and in his own skin. Um, I, I, I will continue to to carry that and, and use that in my, uh, as my career continues to grow. We're talking to one of the stars of You're the Worst, one of the stars of Equalizer, actor Alan Maldonado. And, Alan, yeah. you're a California guy, man, and you're yeah. going to be a part of Straight Outta Compton, the film about N.W.A., man. N.W.A., yeah. probably the, the greatest group of hip-hop talent together, man. I mean, you're yeah. a California guy. Talk about being a part of this. You've got to be excited. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. My sister went to school with MC Ren. So, so okay. it's, it's, it's one of those things I was uh, – you know, raised in Compton until I was about seven or eight, I believe. Um, and my sister went to school with MC Ren and kind of was around the same circle. So to be a part of the film with kind of that history of my own and knowing the area of Compton, it's it's another honor uh, working with uh, F. Gary Gray, uh, you know, director from Friday, director from an Italian job, um, was a was a complete honor. He, I learned so much working with him, as far as his process and his directing, and how he continued to push us um, push us during the scene. Uh, I got to meet I got to meet uh, Cube, of course, and Doctor okay. Dre, Mister Billionaire. Uh, I mean, it was just you know it was living legends, man. You got to see the people that you watch succeed and grow as individuals um, in the entertainment spotlight. Uh, with Ice Cube, you know, taking his career from music to entertainment to producing the film, same with Ice Cube from music to, you know, the billion, billion, billion dollar deal with Beats. Uh, just to see them, as, it was with the inspiration as an individual and as an sure. uh, upcoming actor myself. It was just, it was just an honor working. And the scene is crazy. The scene that I, I play a character yeah. named Al. Um, it's a big scene with Easy E. There's a uh, there's explosions. There's watch the SWAT team. It's it's a big action scene. We have the opening sequence of the film. So everybody that is excited about the film has every every right to be because it's going to be a big big film. 
For sure. I mean, that's just a great. It's a great story. It's a great topic, man. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it. I can't wait, and we'll see next year. Next year it should be coming out. Yeah, so yeah. Can't August, wait to see August it, man. Next year, yes, sir. For sure, August 2015, straight out of Compton. My oh, man yeah. Alan Maldonado oh, yeah. is going to be in the building, so I can't wait to go see it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. In some respect, in a lot of ways, man, some would say you're not even supposed to be here. You almost got killed in a car accident many years ago. Yeah. After that car accident, what was your mindset as you were hit by a drunk driver? What was your mindset after the car accident? You know what's what's profound about that? I was never upset. Okay. Which, okay. which, sounds, which sounds crazy when you think about the magnitude of what happened. I was hit by a drunk driver going 65 miles per hour, and I was walking. Um, my right leg was broke. I had face lacerations. Um, my spine was curved. And after all of that, I was not upset. I, I took it as a, uh, as I'm a very spiritual person, as, you know, God telling me to slow down. Uh, things were very, very fast. I was on Young and the Restless, and things were going pretty quickly for me that um, I guess it was, it was a sign for me to slow down and really take a – take a real good look of what I want to do and how I want to carry myself and what I want to do in my life and really take advantage of the blessings that he's given me. Um, and I knew from day one that I would be okay. And like okay. the doctors thought I would need plastic surgery, uh, you know, different, different, different crazy stuff. And I said, no, I'll be fine. I'm going to heal properly. And my testimony is that uh, after the, the last stitch in my mouth fell out, I booked three TV shows in a week. So, um, it was just, it was a very, uh, strengthening process. I grew in my faith, grew okay. in my understanding of myself and, and what I wanted to do was just, it was, it was an opportunity that I had to take as far as clarity. Cause I couldn't do nothing but just lay in the bed and, and sit there <laughs> and drink out of a straw, for sure. uh, for months. Wow. So, uh, yeah, if you don't get, you don't come away from that from with a little bit more understanding of yourself and what you want to do. I don't know what, what else is going to take <laughs> for you to just slow down sure. and think. Now, let me ask you this. You, you did say mm-hmm. you're a fairly spiritual person. Right now, yes. you're also doing some work with the show Black Jesus on the Adult Swim yeah. Network. There's some controversy with the show. Your thoughts on that controversy? Um, I mean, my thoughts, I think it's a satire. Uh, it's a satire. Okay. Um, it should be take that, taken as a joke, taken as something fun. Um, I had a great time. I think the person that will give you a more in-depth uh, uh description of the controversy will be Aaron Magruder, uh, which he's not, you know, uh, this is his first rodeo. Uh, he met a lot of controversy with the show Boondocks. So uh, okay. he's, I, you know, he's a genius. He has a great spin on uh, on things, and, and this is just his opinion. This is what his uh, outlook of what if there was a black Jesus. Um, and it's, it's that. It's a satire. It's a comedy. Um, some things you shouldn't take too literally. Um Okay. In my opinion, uh, everybody should have fun. Everybody should take the opportunity to laugh at certain things. You know, the same things that make you laugh, same things that make you cry. So um, it's all upon how you how you want to see it. Um, and if somebody has a problem with, it, that's their right. That's their opinion. Um, so in just in that same in that same breath, just like you have the right to dislike it, you have somebody you have the right to like it. So um, I guess that's my my, my take on it. Uh, I play a character named Young Lil on there. I play a gangster rapper. Um, and I, again, I don't want to give away the uh, give away the the give away too much, but I have a big, big, big controversial scene with a hip hop legend where it, it involves violence, gun violence. Uh, we I'm shooting up a concert. It's it's a, it's a big deal with a hip hop legend, um, and I can't wait for people to see that of that episode. I think it's the ninth episode of the of the season. Okay, we're talking to one of the stars that you're the worst. One of the stars of Equalizer, which is coming out in September. One of the stars mm-hmm. of Black Jesus, actor Alan <laughs> Maldonado. Man, you're doing yeah. some big things, and you're doing some big things with music. I heard you've done some things for 50 Cent. Tell us about that. Um, we've done some stuff for, uh, for, for Ray Donovan. Uh, Ray Donovan, House of Lies. Uh, we've done stuff for uh, the movie Don John. Uh, next three days, I was star Russell Pro. Um, man, we've done a ton of music for NBA TV. Uh, uh, it's, 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 we're, 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 we're doing a lot at the point at this moment where we're, you know, we're servicing a lot of TV shows, pretty much 50 different, uh, television networks have our music in rotation right now. Okay. Um, and that's something that, uh, a lot of musicians, 
don't really take advantage of. You know, they see themselves just trying to get a record deal and and try to sell music that way. Where there's a big, big market in um, you know library music and getting your music uh, published on television shows and film. And um, to all the musicians out there listening, please, please look into that. And you know, there is a market for it, and there's 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 money to be made. <laughs> so uh, it's just a good good little tidbit for the, those musicians, man. Get out there and hustle. Now, this interview is about to turn a little sad. You're Los Angeles Lakers, um, you know, oh, this offseason. All right, all right. Didn't, really, <laughs> did not really do much. I mean, no, uh, they resigned Nick Young. Um, who else? They brought yeah. in Jeremy Lin. Oh, Kobe Jeremy Bryant Lin. is coming back. Kobe Bryant's back. back. Yeah, we lost uh-huh. Pal. Um, <laughs> yeah. We lost uh-huh. Pal. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we pretty much resigned everybody. You're excited everybody. about the Lakers next season <laughs> from last year. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really get any sexy, uh, any sexy acquisitions this time around. Um, wow, By- Byron Scott, we got Byron Scott. Uh, I guess okay, that's okay. something we could definitely be excited. That's a, you know, that's a bright side. You know, uh, a thing. He's not I think playing, Byron though. Scott is going to do well. No, no, He's not no. Playing. Yeah, yeah. We we might need him to throw on a jersey uh, one of these games, but um, but I think he's going to do a good job. I think Byron's going to do an excellent job. It's perfect fit for okay. Kobe at this stage of his career. Um, uh, I'm a big Kobe fanatic, meaning that he I don't think he can ever be stopped in what he wants to do. Now, you know, Father Time and yeah, your body will, you know, stop you from doing certain things. But I feel that he's going to figure out a way to to be competitive. And um, whether the team can, you know, compete with the West, because the West is so, so stacked. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Um, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The Cavs just got – I mean, well, that's the East, but the Cavs just got Marion. But – um. Dallas is, is a force to be reckoned with. Spurs is a force to be reckoned with. OKC, the Clippers, Clippers uh, the, yeah. the Golden Warriors, the Grizzlies, like uh, Rockets. Man, uh, <laughs> the Rockets. And, you know, even Phoenix was, you know, uh, was making some noise at the end of the year or throughout the year last year. Um, it's it's going to be tough to even make the playoffs in the West. Now, if we were in the <laughs> East, we would be all right. If we were in the East, we would make the playoffs. Um, even though okay. Toronto, the Raptors are pretty well. The I don't know about that. Doing I don't that know about thing. that. You don't think you don't, don't, you don't believe in that. the Raptors? No, I'm talking about the believe... Lakers. I don't know if they would make it to the playoffs and in the East. They may. You don't they think may. so? Who, who, who? Okay, okay. Who, who do you think would not? Well, knock them I, I, they I mean, may. They may. I mean, it, it, they probably would. I mean, I'll, I'll take that back. They probably would. But I don't know how good this team really is. I mean, you know, Kobe. He's uncertain. We don't know what Kobe's going to yeah. be. We'll know. We don't know True. if he'll ever be the same. I mean, True. you know, you got Julius Randle, but he's a rookie. You know, uh, Carlos Boozer, nothing special. You know, Pal Gasol. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're, Pal Gasol and Kobe are probably your two best players. Pal's gone. Well, no, man, we and love Kobe's Pal. coming off we love of injury. Pal. <laughs> yeah, That's what I'm saying. Pal. Pal's gone. Uh, he's gone, and Kobe's coming off yeah. an injury. So yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Those were your two best players last season. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I, again, I, I said in the East. The East. Um, are you? We got. Maybe. Who who do we have to worry about in the East? Uh, we're just being, you know, optimistic at this point. But the, I, well, I believe that if we were the East, we would survive. We would. We would make. You probably it. would. I mean, because let let's but, be honest. I mean, Atlanta Hawks. They were six games under five hundred. But Atlanta's probably going to be better this year. You know, Charlotte's going to be better with Lance Stevenson. Brooklyn, who made yeah, the playoffs last year, I don't know what they're going to be. But uh, Cleveland, obviously, they didn't make the playoffs, but they're going to be in the playoffs next season. Washington's make good. They're going to make it. Chicago. But even Toronto. though, even there, like Chicago and the Cavs still, oh, even the, Chicago and the Cavs are the top teams on the East, and they're they're going to have any, they're going to have trouble with the eighth seed of the West, like any of those teams. Even with the eight seed from the West, would have trouble. You know, I know LeBron is LeBron, sure. um, and that's the only you know their their ace in hand. Uh, but the eight seed on the West is just as good as the number one or the number two seed on the East. In my my opinion, at this point, at this stage, hopefully Rose can come back and do some things because <laughs> the Bulls looking they looking they looking good on paper. They're looking good For on sure. paper until until we see Rose get through a full season, which I hope he do. We hope he does and get back to the MVP um, quality of a player that he is. Um, the East is just, you know, especially with LeBron going to the Cavs, it kind of leveled out. 
it kind of leveled out after that point. Because now, I think Miami's going to do well, though. I think people are, you know, uh, underestimating. uh, No, Miami's going to be all right. Miami's definitely a playoff team. They're definitely. They make some great pickups with Luel Dane Granger. Um, They got what was the guy from the Bobcats that they picked up? Uh, Um, uh, Josh McRoberts. Yeah, yeah McRoberts. I like McRoberts. I like McRoberts. They're going to be quiet. They're going to be solid. They're going to be solid. They're going to be solid. They're, solid. They're, They're solid. definitely going to be solid. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and I was going solid. through the East. I'm going. I'm going through the East now. You said the yeah. Lakers. Let, let's 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 break this down. Lakers. If they were in the Eastern Conference, you said the Lakers wouldn't make the playoffs. Correct. Yes. I, I, okay. I, I believe so, in Kobe enough to that. He would he would get. Okay. To, so get the eight the teams that made the playoffs last year: Indiana, Miami, Toronto, Chicago, Washington, Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Atlanta. Charlotte's getting. I mean, Atlanta's getting back Al Horford. They'll they'll be a little better. Charlotte, Charlotte, has Charlotte yeah. Al Horford is a beast. He's a beast. Yeah, I think he's the best leader, center in the league. That's just my opinion. Charlotte, Lance Stevenson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, you mm-hmm. might be able to take those take them out, but Cleveland's going to yep. replace them in the playoffs. All right. Yep. Washington's going to make it. Chicago's going to make it. Toronto's going to make it. Miami's going to make it. Indiana, you can probably take them out. But yep. I don't know. If I mean, and there's always going to be a surprise here or there. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to stay. I don't Unless know if the Lakers F- can make Evan, it. Evan, Evan, is Evan Turner still? Did they, did they sign Evan Turner back on the Pacers? Oh, no, he went to Boston. He went to Boston. He went to Boston. Oh, yeah, no, the Pacers. Yeah, I, 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 feel, I feel bad for the Pacers. Uh, yeah, yeah, the I Pacers, so. I don't know if they're going to make it. Um, uh, yeah, I think that was what the catalyst of that, their their playoff destruction was when they traded Granger. Um they traded Granger for Evan Turner. I, I that was, and I thought it was a little unfair for Granger, who was their All Star and coming off an injury, he wasn't the same player, but he still was a quality player. Um, and then they for traded sure. him. But you know, that's, I think that really messed with the chemistry. Yeah, but who knows what was going on in that locker room? But I, I still think. I, I mean, I, I know, I know we got nothing but rookies um, on our squad. Uh, Kobe Carlos Boozer, I think he's gonna. Hopefully, he can. You know, get back to Utah days if if we can. Um, <laughs> uh, man, it's you know I'm you know I, I, Jeremy Lin. I don't know. It's a wild card. <laughs> He's a wild card. I don't know who which Jeremy Lin is going to show up. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's yeah it's yeah. <laughs> I know I'm stressing when I say that. <laughs> really good. As I really look at the roster, I'm like, ah, yeah, we might not make it on the East either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, 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 you got your Laker underwear on right now. I think you need to take it yeah, off and then yeah, talk yeah, about I'm it. Being, I'm being a homer right now. Uh, f- please forgive me. <laughs> please forgive me. I'm being a homer right now. Uh, yeah, but I definitely know we're not making it in the West. Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a, a miracle um, for sure. I, I yeah, like you said, Byron Scott gonna have to suit up. Magic gonna have to suit up. Kareem gonna have to come out the stand. Um, you know, Worthy got to come from out of the. The Kareem, Shaq. Yeah, yeah, Shaq gonna come out the TNT uh, office. And that's that's about the only way we gonna make the playoffs. Um, you know, For sure, <laughs> we're talking. Yeah, we're talking to one of the stars of You're the Worst on FX. We're talking to one of the stars of Equalizer, which is coming out September 26th. One of the stars of Black Jesus, actor Alan Maldonado doing big things. And let me ask you this now. You got a lot of work going on. I mean, you got businesses, you're doing music, yeah. you're acting, you're doing all these things. When do you find time to have some fun? You know what, man? I, everything, man, I used, look, I used to work a nine to five, I was two jobs, uh, going to college, and I, I, I know what that nine to five life was for me, and what I'm doing right now is such a blessing, being able to do what I love and make money. And, and to be able to take care of my family, uh, it's not work to me. Every day I wake okay. up and, and I go to set and I do music or uh, I'm designing, you know, clothes for, the, uh, for my clothing line, Vineyard's Finest, uh, or even working with my the kids that I work with from, from my Demo Nurse Foundation. Um, it's, it's not a job, man. It's everything, everything that I do is fun. And I make that a, a point in my life wherever I do um, – I want it to be fun and I'll be able to take care of my family from doing it. And then just, it's just a blessing. I'm fortunate that I'm able to do that through acting and uh, through music and through just being a creative entrepreneur. Um, it has allowed me to do that. But, I mean, I will definitely hit the court uh, for a pickup game. 
Uh, I'm the guy with the, the sneakers in the trunk and the basketball ready to go uh, whenever I can get the opportunity to. Um, that's something that I enjoy in boxing as well. Um, hitting the beach, uh, like yeah, but but for the most part, I'm I'm working 28 hours of the day, and I love it. Uh, for sure, I mean it, it's better than not working, I guess. At the end of the day, yeah, man, it's a blessing. There's a lot of people not working, so it's definitely a blessing for you to get out there for you to that's right. do some big that's things. Right, you got a man. show coming up on BET as well. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, that's exciting. And we start shooting that next month. It's called the Startup. It's starring me. Uh, Diggy Simmons, Tiana Taylor, Bree Murphy, Chris Brew, and Stephanie Charles. Um, it's like a think of it as like a br- black entourage, <laughs> um, okay. where a, a bunch of young entrepreneurs rather than actors, and uh, we're going through the gamut of life as young men becoming, or young young boys becoming men rather, and um, for sure, it, you know, it's, it's friendships, it's relationships, it's sex, it's 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 it's, it's, it's a comedy, but it's 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 real. It's real, and I think a lot of people in that you know that age range, or people that's even older, will relate to it, um, as they may have done or been through the things that we're going to um, dive into in the show. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, it's, it's produced by Kill Production, the same people that produced the game and okay. uh, Being Mary Jane, um, and they've had a great, great run with those shows, and we intend to continue uh, their success with ourselves. So. Uh, I'm super excited to get out there. I think we're I think we're shooting in Atlanta uh, next month. So, um, which you know, again, an- another another opportunity to do do what I do for um, for a living. That's fun, man. I'm, I'm excited. For sure, this man is busy. You're the worst. Make sure you check him out on You're the Worst, 10:30 yeah. p.m. Eastern Time on FX, and that's on what day is that? Thursday. Thursday. Thursdays. Okay. So tonight. So make sure you check him out tonight, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on FX. You're the worst. Equalizer in theaters, September 26th. This man's told big things with Black Jesus on the Adult Swim channel. Also, also, the startup on BET, that's coming. Straight out of Compton, Mm -hmm. that's coming. Man, you're doing (laughs) some serious big things. Serious big things. Thank you. How can I be you? you. Thank you. Thank you. How can I be you? (laughs) Hey man, it's man, it's a blessing, man. I'm 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 just happy to be working, baby. <laughs> I'm sure. happy to be working. I'm, it's a privilege, man. And thank you for having me on the show, man. It's a, it's an honor sure. speaking with you and being part of it, man. Thank you. And fans, make sure you hit him up on Twitter at Alan underscore Maldonado. Make sure you hit up his website, AlanMaldonado.net. Alan, pleasure talking to you, man. Wish you nothing you. but the best of luck moving forward. Let's do this again. That's definitely, definitely. When the show starts and when – oh, I got a movie with Jennifer Aniston called Cake, too. Um, that's okay. coming out next year as well. So when we start doing the promo for that, you know we're having a conversation. And, and hopefully sure. we'll, I'll have some op, some good news about the Lakers. Hopefully we have a winning season. I don't season think so. At that, at I don't that think point. So. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think all right, so. All right, all right. We, we, I'm there. If they were in right, we'll I would see. make a bet. <laughs> all right, we'll see. All right, take care, man. <laughs> All right, thank you, man. You have a good one. All right. Alan Maldonado, one of the stars of You're the Worst, Equalizer coming to theater September 26th, Black Jesus, and all this uh, and cake, the startup. This man's doing some serious big things. You can listen to this show and other great shows at blogtalkradio.com slash pgant, where you can listen to this show and other great shows Follow us on Twitter at GoForItGant, G-O-F-O-R-I-T-G-A-N-T. Hit up our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash user slash GoForItGant, where you'll hear these two interviews with Sidarius Blaine and also with Alan Maldonado. For everybody here at GoFor, and also uh, the first few minutes of the show, we had some technical difficulties. We got that straightened out. And so when you listen to the podcast, make sure you skip it and, and listen uh, we pick it up around seven, eight minutes into the show, but we had some difficulties. We finally got that squared away, but it uh, took a while, but we got it squared away. But anyway, listen to this show and other great shows, blogtalkradio.com slash pgan. For everybody here, go for it. We hope you have a great day, great weekend. See you later. Take care. Bye. <laughs>